Welcome to Rise and Shine, raw chats with real women in Australian small business. In each candid conversation with a small business owner, we'll explore the messy back end of business with heaps of golden wisdom to help you learn, grow and live your truth. I'm your host, Rachel Green, SEO copywriter and founder of Shine Copy. Let's do it. Hello. This episode is a chat with Loanne Kien, marketing strategist from The Digital Octopus, who helps premium conscious brands rise above the sea of same. Hey, Loanne. Hi, Rachel. What kind of clients have you been working with lately? My whole niche is in e-commerce. All the clients that I've worked with tend to be in the um, conscious or sustainable space, and they are premium e-commerce brand. What is it about e-com brands that you like working with as opposed to like service brands? It's been driven by my interest in brands. I think I just love brands and I just like love looking at products and how people bring it to life. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And how different brands sort of like position themselves in the market because often I would see and I spend so much time just like analyzing brands um, because you know, nowadays it's just so easy for anyone to go to the same supplier and source the exact same product. But the way that different brands bring it to life is just so different through their like branding, their positioning, their messaging, and especially through their like product photography, just the exact same product, the exact same jewelry, but different souls. Yeah. Yeah. I think of an example, like just an, an everyday example that I've noticed between Aldi and Coles, so totally opposite end of the spectrum from the brands that you're working with at the moment. But some of their, I guess, house brands, I am sure it's exactly the same product inside. Mm. And like if I think about maple syrup, their house brand of, from each shop, it's the same bottle even, the same product inside. It's just yeah. that they have created this whole brand and experience and the packaging, everything around it is different. You can have the same raw item but it's just the way that you position the whole thing and that is fascinating I'm with you you have a really solid marketing framework that grounds everything you do with all your clients can you walk us through it yeah of course so um I call it um the the uh, the octopus marketing framework and most business owners think that marketing means having a website to start with and, of course, building a following on social media, but marketing is way more than that. The digital marketing framework was created to sort of like change that thinking. It is easy. It's very easy to understand, but also quite simple to implement even for like the business, uh, the business business owner. So it's got like five main components. Um, the first one is message. Um, the first one is messaging. Um, second one is website. Third one is organic social media content. Um, the fourth is email marketing and social media ad. With marketing, you you just have to use you just have to like blend different media and different components together to like really build a holistic brand, um, a holistic marketing plan instead of just like using things siloed because you end up just like wasting your time efforts on um, things that don't really work. 
So um, getting back to the framework, the first one is um, you need to clarify your brand messaging to position you as the go-to brand. As I said before, everyone can go to the same supplier, source the same product, bring it to market, but the brand and the business that communicates their values, the values of the products or the service would win. The best communicators always win. Um, you can have the best product on the market, but if you can't communicate why you're so special, why your ideal customers should choose you over all the other competitors out there, it's likely that you won't succeed. The second part of the framework is um, website. So when we work with our clients, we always highly recommend them to optimize their website for conversion um, in order to help them turn all the visitors and website traffic into buyers and paying clients because there's no point in running ads and driving all that traffic to your website. And there's no point in creating content on social media to, to, again, like drive them to your website if you can't convert them into um, buying or paying clients, right? And then the third one is to have a solid organic social media content strategy in place to attract new customers and nurture existing customers. Um, so this is sort of like probably like one of the channel that is the most used by by um, small business owners just because it's easy to use it's fun with all the reels that's going on right now um, and I think it's just like a fantastic way for you to be able to get immediate feedback um, from your community as well and to serve them and to um, yeah like it's just like a great way to offer your extra customer service and then um, the fourth element is email marketing automation. So, and probably is also the most underused channel. Um, so this is the channel where we um, build for conversion. We drive traffic to the website and build like a direct relationship with the customers. Um, it has an incredibly high conversion rate, um, but not many people use it mainly because when people, and especially when small business owners think about um, email marketing, um, the first thought that comes to mind is, oh, I probably don't have time to create an email every week. Um, whereas that's not the case. If you can automate your email, then that's like you can automate as much as 80% of your email marketing and it does all the hard work for you 24-7. Um, if you don't have that part automated, you would be a hamster on the wheel creating the content all the time and you just have to work for marketing instead of making it really work for you. <laughs> um, and then the last thing is um, with everything 
already working together, that is where you should be amplifying your messages. You should be reaching more people and you do that through social media ads. So that is um, meta ads, which include Facebook and Instagram ads um, or Google ads. So this is where you expand your reach, you increase your website traffic and you scale your sales. Um, And it is important that you get your marketing system all in place and your branding to perfection before you start amplifying it. Because as I said before, um, if people don't buy from you on a smaller scale, there's no point um, promoting it to more people because you're only going to be wasting your, your, your money and budget. It might sound like really full on, but these are the um, five key elements in, in the marketing framework. And um, I think that it is what separates thriving brands from any businesses out there. Yes, I think you're exactly right. And for listeners, that is like a marketing degree 101 packed <laughs> in five minutes for you. It does seem a bit overwhelming, though, I think, for people who are just like a one-woman show like me maybe or, yeah, Mm. I don't know. Where can someone start if it does feel a little bit overwhelming? Where do someone start? So typically when I work with my clients on a strategy, for example, we have like a – we have – we put together an implementation plan and usually the best way to tackle it is – tackle it one by one. So you clarify your messaging first and then you look at your um, organic social media and then you work on your email marketing and um, then when everything is already working, um, you feel like there is consistent sales go coming in when you have a loyal following, um, then you start with ads. Um, But I would say the first step is to really look at your marketing. Um, What are you already doing? Um, What you have, like what you haven't done um, as part of that puzzle and really think hard about what's working for you, what's not working for you. Um, Something that I know a lot of small business owners shy away is to actually look at the data. Um, And for social media content, it would be looking at your insights, your analytics, um, and see what piece of content is performing well, just so you can replicate it um, and do it all over again in a different format. Or um, Instagram can be like all game and fun, but you just have to really look at the data and the numbers to decide what work. You can't just be like, oh, I think I think that my audience would like this. Oh, I think that this would be nice to do. It's It has to be decided by the data. Yeah, come back to the numbers. Yeah. So what kind of content works for you in your business? What does your audience like on Instagram? Yeah, so I think it is something that I'm constantly learning because what people like, constantly change um you know um many years ago instagram is not the same as what it is now um i think for the time being um people love memes (laughs) like who doesn't um so memes perform well funny content perform well um and a piece of unique opinions what about for brands who 
I guess maybe like a funny or lighthearted take isn't right for them? How can they, I guess, get the most out of it? Like for get the most out of memes, you mean, or get the most um, out of content? Out of content, I think, when when a meme isn't right for your brand voice. Yeah, um, I think you just have to really like feel it out and learn about your community and the best way to go around it is to ask them like ask do like stories and ask them what sort of content do you like do you prefer like or even what do you do on Instagram do you use Instagram just purely for entertainment or do you use it to learn new things and every single Instagram account would have a complete different set of audience who like to do complete different things. Um, so, yeah, ask them to see what they like and just, like, tailor your content to to serve them. But yeah. I really think that everyone wants to laugh. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> You're right. So since we're all basically renters on Instagram, what's a better marketing channel, a smarter one? A smarter one. Um, I think that there's not really a specific, like a specific better marketing channel for any brand. There's no best or better. If we look at some of the most successful brands or businesses on the market, you see that their marketing usually involves blending multiple platforms and media types to create a holistic um marketing foundation or black uh yeah marketing foundation so to answer your question i think that the best approach is to just not put all your eggs in one basket use a mix of own paid and borrowed media to create a full marketing ecosystem um, I'm just going to explain briefly what these one means. So when we say like borrowed media, it includes channels like um, it includes like media types on platforms that you don't own, but um, which is like Instagram. Um, so borrowed media is one of the most often used media platform like social media. And it's called borrowed because you don't have ownership of the users on the platform which is your community nor the platform per se but you can borrow their pool of users like all the Instagram users to create your own community around your brand so the best way to to leverage borrowed media for your business growth is to use it to build your audience and increase your brand awareness but don't keep them there. Instead, use it to drive them to your website or your emails um, or your mailing list. So always try to drive that traffic somewhere else to like an to 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 like a, a channel that that to a channel that you actually own, like your website or your email list. And that brings me to the next type of media, which is like own media. It's the sort of content 
over which you have full control. You don't have to worry about the algorithm changing itself tomorrow or Instagram collapsing. Um, it's your blog, it's your email, and it's your website content. Um, and I think that like small business owners have to like work really hard to um on their own media or like to drive people to their own marketing channel because there was several times this year where Instagram like Instagram collapsed and I spoke to one of my clients at the time who built her entire business on Instagram and I asked like were you like did you freak out last night when you woke up um, actually in the morning did you freak out this morning when you woke up finding out that Instagram just disappeared like your business is gone is gone and she was like um you know (laughs) (laughs) there's not much I can do about it (laughs) well there Um, is which is um, (laughs) shift people from that platform to email list it is not fun when you spend all the years or all your times of your life creating content on Instagram and all of a sudden it's just gone. And it was a really good wake up call because I saw that like immediately, almost straight after that day, people realized how um, how dangerous it could be. <laughs> yes. And they started to create their lead magnets, to start collecting their customers' email lists just on stories. And I'm like, oh, you know. There's happiness in disguise. People realize before it's too late. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Super lighting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the the last type of media or channel would be like the paid, um, which includes like any sort of content that you promote with an advertising budget, like meta ads, which include um, which includes um, Facebook and Instagram, Google ads, or a paid podcast pods, um, a paid podcast spots um so yeah I think that the best way to approach marketing would be to use a combination of different channels different type of media and I know that the idea of having all of these things come together and to master your social media content your Facebook ads your email marketing might make you feel really overwhelmed and you might be thinking like where do I start Um, but just know that once it's done they will work together like a very well-oiled machine to help you take your business to the next level you just have to start with one and slowly tackle the other ones yeah step by step yeah step by step And it kind of does scaffold, like you get the website and then get some traffic and audience and then email marketing and then paid ads. I think, yeah, scaffolding and building it on each step before it is probably a smart way to do it. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And like I would say, like, don't be afraid to do the hard things because often these are the one that, you know, pays back tenfold. Uh, for example, like email marketing, it is something that is usually put um, on the back burners for ages. But because you can automate so much of it, it saves you so much time. It's sort of like a set and forget process. Once you get it done, it's out of the way and it's working for you. Um, so, yeah, like work smart, 
if there is anything about your marketing that you feel like you could automate, do it and do it early on um, in your business journey so you can focus your time on actually growing your business instead of um, stressing about your marketing. <laughs> yes. Can you give us an example of some of the things that we should be automating? Yeah, of course. Um, so when it comes to email marketing, it's different for um, e-commerce brands and service-based clients. Um, with e-commerce brands, there are a few flows that I would recommend definitely setting up from very early days. Um, if you feel like I have no time for email marketing, um, and I just want to do one thing related to it, I would say set up um, your abandoned cart email, um, your welcome flow, and win back emails. Win back? So, what does that mean? Yeah, so win back means that it depends on your customer life cycle. So, for example, if your product is a candle, if you sales candle and you know that, Typically, um, if someone buy one candle, they will finish it within 30 days. Um, then within then after that 30 days, you would set up not not after that 30 days, then in your win back um, email flows, you should set up a campaign that reminds people to make a new purchase after that 30 days. Um, so they are reminded that yep, I need a new candle. It is time because often people don't think about it. And after that 30 days, when they finish your candle, they might loved it. But if you don't remind them to, to get to try out a new sense um, or try out a new, new collection, they might end up exploring a different brand. So they have to be reminded that, um, yeah, there are different scents in our store for you to try. Yes, I think that is also a great example of when you own the platform yeah. and the data there that you can, I guess, leverage it or like maximize owning that relationship and that email address and that contact information to say, hey, don't forget about us, time to buy again. Um, yeah, it's just, just a smart way of using the data that you own, right? Yeah, yeah. And the beauty about it is there's no algorithm there to tell you or to prevent you from reaching your your um, customers. If you sent out an email, they get an email. Whereas if you put the same message out on Instagram, they might not even see it. Yes, that is true because I know for me, not many people see what I post, but when yeah. I email, it's there, it's in the inbox and they have given you permission to basically exactly. sell to them. Yeah. They've given you permission to say, this is what's happening in my business and this is how I can help you. And they're, when someone signs up to your email list, they're saying, yeah, I want to hear from you. I want to know what you're doing. So there's a different, I think, mindset and attitude for someone on your email list than someone who just clicks follow. Yeah, yeah, and I think yeah, I think you're right because when people are, when people are on Instagram, they 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 are programmed to um scroll <laughs> and to just keep seeing new things without 
taking any action because that's sort of like their service-based business. If you are going to automate your email marketing, it could start with your welcome sequence. Um, and this is extremely relevant if you have a lead magnet um, that prompts people to sign up to receive a free PDF um, from you or um, to attend um, a free masterclass, um, I would definitely have an automated email that um, send them a, an automatic response immediately after they sign up for um, the lead magnet because 70% of people expect an immediate response um, after they sign up and that's what you should be doing. That's the first email that people expect and they would actually read it and it is also like a really good opportunity for you to follow up with um, like services that you offer, why you started, um, why you're doing what you do um, as well. A bit of like a story behind your brand um, as well. At I would say like at least five emails to follow up um, as part of that welcome sequence for service-based business owners. Yes, that is such good advice. I've done that too. And it's, um, yeah, just another chance for people to get to know you and to see that yeah. it's a real person and get a feel for what you like and what it could be like to work with you and yeah. to connect. Like when you share a bit of your story and how you got to be here, I think that's an excellent way to connect with people and to show them I'm just like you. I'm a small business owner doing my thing. This is what I've done before. All that expertise and skill has put me here and I'm the right person to serve you. Yeah, yeah. And I think people do read it. Like I'm, or maybe I'm just, I think people are nosy in nature, you know. I love reading, <laughs> I love yeah. reading business journey stories. I know, I want to know how people started, why they started and things like that. And it, it builds an immediate um, connection. Exactly. And that is also the power of an about page on your website. Some people yeah. will say to me, oh, I think I need an about page because I think that's what we're supposed to do, but I don't really know why. But what mm -hmm. you just said then, that is one of the reasons why you need a, uh, an about page that works hard for you because it yeah. does all those things and more. Definitely. Where can we go to find you online, Loan? I am on Instagram at the Digital Octopus and you can also visit me on my website at thedigitaloctopus.org as well. Um just late this year, I've also I have also recently started a web design studio where we help busy um, busy business owners build their website within four days, and it's called WebsiteAssembly.co. So check it out as well. Thank you. You are so awesome. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Please leave a review and subscribe so we can spread the love to more brave business-minded women like you. You can find me online at shinecoffee.com.au.